This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. Hey, this is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to
All right, starting off, episode 239 was Alien Autopsy with the song The Abduction off of the Cosmic Inception release. And then we went into Temple of Gorgon with the song Triumph of the Sinner coming off of their new EP, Leviathan, out now on Adirondack Black Mass. Alien Autopsy will be at the Record Archive for Metal Meltdown tomorrow night. Yeah. Good times. Yes. Our favorite heavy metal happy hour. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's always a good time. Speaking of happy hours, um, came across an interesting article. Apparently, um, a Twitch star is making beer with her own vaginal yeast. Huh. Beer, huh? Yep. Uh, give me more details. Um, let's see. It's called um, Caitlin Saragusa, who goes by Amaranth on Twitch and OnlyFans, is adding her own special ingredient to a beer she's creating with Polish beer company, The Order of Yanni's, her own vaginal yeast. The company, which announced the collaboration on October 30th, promotes alcoholic beverages as a sensual experience in the form of beer. Would you buy it? No. Would you? Negative. Is it, um... Where is she located? Houston. Um, is one allowed to sell that? So, um, apparently she, let's see. Saragusa, who resides in Houston, admitted she had to pap smear herself before handing her vaginal smear, smear, (laughs) smear, that's like moist. Yeah. Sample to the gynecologist. These smears are taken to a laboratory where bacteria are isolated, cleaned, then analyzed, and multiplied. At the end of the process, the bacteria are used to produce the pure lactic acid that goes into the Yanni beer. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... That does not sound appealing. What is... Is there a name of the, the beer? Um, I think it's Yanni. Hmm. Or maybe that's the name of the company. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, the order of Yanni has several other drinks with fermented ingredients labeled after their seductive models, such as the Patricia Beer Bottled Beauty, the Paulina Beer Bottled Seduction, and the Monica beer bottled desire. Uh, who, who would, who would want this? I mean, I, I guess it could be like a novelty item. You know what I mean? But I'm like, thinking that's, yeah. But are people actually gonna like consume this? Probably. You think? Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of crazy shit that, that goes on out there. That's true. There's probably like a. Like people were. People made somebody rich and famous because she was farting into a jar yeah. and selling it. Yeah, 
that's true. That is true. Um, if there wasn't a vaginal beer, vaginal yeast beer fetish before, there is now. Yes, but I'm sure there is a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Breast milk lattes and vaginal yeast beers. What's next? Um, you've Ear wax tacos. No. <laughs> you've mentioned uh, how you struggle with this time of year. I hate it. Um, scientists uh, are now saying that humans at one point having sex with a now extinct species 60,000 years ago could be why you suffer from mental health issues. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Humans having sex with a now extinct species 60,000 years ago could be the reason why you suffer from mental health issues. What was the, what was the species? Uh, they were called uh, Denisovans. Denisovans. Um, and I think they were like a, a version of the Neanderthal. And it says the gene was passed down to humans about 60,000 years ago in Asia. Um, researchers discovered a gene variant linked to the crossbreeding of humans and Denisovans, which they believe affects our mood. Those with the variant have lower levels of zinc in the body, a nutrient which studies increasingly show is associated with mood and happiness. Weird that they were that they made that correlation. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Um, it says scientists said SLC30A9 is the most widespread Denisovan gene discovered to date, uh, starting in Asia and has spread to Europe and Native American populations. Interesting. Only recently, with the advance in genomic sequencing, has it been possible for scientists to trace modern human DNA back to our ancient ancestors. And I feel like I'm saying that word wrong. Denisovans. Well, you're doing your best. I, I'm trying. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it goes along with how I say it. Band names and band songs. Why not fuck that up too? Yeah. Right? Good thing we don't have sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about we go into uh, some songs and then I have more weird stories. All right. What's up first? Up first is Eternus from Norway with the song Resting, War Resting Worm. Is that the right spelling? Yes. Huh. Okay. Uh, resting with a W-R. I almost said wrestling worm. Yeah. Um, resting worm off of their upcoming release, Philosopher, which is out November 17th on Agonia Records. And then we're going to go into Verathron from Greece with the song 
Hegemony of Chaos off of their upcoming album The Crimson Temple out December 1st, also on Agonia Records. And then Empire of Disease from Spain with the song From the Depths. And this is off of their Shadows in the Abyss release, which is out now.
Oh, it's...
All right, you're like the true crime rain woman. What do you mean? I have a question for you. Okay. Have you heard this story about this happened in Brazil? Um, a, a a gentleman rushes his girlfriend to the hospital. Um, where he tells them that uh, him and his girlfriend were driving when a group of armed men tried to mug them and shot her. Um, and then after the police started investigating, they find her phone and there's a video on her phone um, that shows her and the boyfriend um, having a conversation. Um, and after a few minutes, the boyfriend turns, points a gun at her. Oh my goodness. While she's filming this. What? And fucking shoots her. <gasps> and the phone drops. Did he know that she was recording or no? I think so. Oh my gosh. Uh, he didn't do a good job of trying to cover up the evidence. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I have not heard that. Is she okay? No, she's dead. Really? Yeah, she filmed him killing her, basically. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. So you didn't know this one? No. Hmm. Well, one slipped through the cracks. <laughs> um, I came across a an interesting fact. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Research sure finds female frogs play dead to avoid mating with males. <laughs> Does that stop them? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this says ever feel like ghosting that one annoying person research finds female frogs play dead to avoid mating with males in some species of frogs we're talking about a lot of species today yeah um, a behavior observed in the European common female frog dubbed tonic immobility was detailed in a recent study published in Royal Society Open Science Tonic immobility as a tactic to avoid mating or male harassment has only been observed in a handful of species and only in one other amphibian. Hmm. What's it called? Tonic what? Tonic immobility. <laughs> Interesting. How do they know they're playing dead? I don't know. You'd have to ask the scientists <sighs> how they determine this. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. I've been known to play dead a time or two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so like if um if the frogs you know pursue this anyway, what would they be charged with? 
It's a good question. Yeah, right? I mean, if they really think that the frog is dead, then it, it shouldn't be like a rape charge, right? It should be, you know, a disturbing a corpse thing or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird conversation. It sure is. It sure is. You know what else is weird? What? Have you heard? You know who David Copperfield is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he has, uh, what is the date here? I got to find the date. Uh, but anyways, he is saying that Oh, it's February of 2024. So your birthday month. He will be um, making the moon disappear from the sky. What? Yeah. Uh, and he is... Uh, any funds that are raised from this are going to be donated to... Uh, save the children, apparently. Oh. And uh, David's message is that if <coughs> if one sorry if one person can make the moon disappear from the sky, imagine how together we can make poverty, hunger, and danger disappear for children on Earth. I like that message. So <clears throat> I don't know how this is going to play out, but. That's a thing. I thought this was like a uh, a satire article. Yeah, but it's not. Apparently, it's real. Does it say the specific date it's supposed to happen? No. It just says in February. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know what what's. Yeah. I don't know. I guess um, in who was it? There was a spoof article about this. I think in two thousand and six, with the headline: "David Copperfield makes the moon disappear." NSA places him in custody. So there was a spoof article on that. 18 years ago, but now he's... So that's that's a, weird. After years of planning that he's actually going to do it. It is weird. Everything's weird. <laughs> yes. This world is very weird. Yes. It's very different from when Grandma was a youngster.
was Warblade with the song The Plague off of the Seize the Fire album. That featured Mark Weldon on vocals. Cool. Who was also in Blurring and is now in Wild Huxley. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. Um, so I got a weird, uh, a, a weird article over here again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many times has the word weird been said? I know species and weird. <laughs> um, in yeast. <laughs> 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 The title of this is, I was shocked to find out my husband cheated on me with my mom. Oh. Huh. Um, so apparently this woman saw some red flags and decided to ignore it because she didn't really want to come to terms with the fact of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, let me scroll down here. The first odd thing she noticed was how her husband and her mother started greeting each other differently. Instead of an awkward side hug, her mom would wrap her arms around her husband's neck and then he would swing her around in a circle to say hello. (laughs) That's not weird at all. Uh, he also started giving her mom foot rubs in front of her. She said on Valentine's Day, just two days before she found out about the affair, he brought flowers to her as well as for her mom. But the biggest red flag is that on multiple occasions with multiple witnesses, her mother and now ex-husband would say, you know, if Catherine and her dad were ever to tragically pass away simultaneously, we would totally end up together. Who? What? That's weird. Um, do they have ages of the people? Um, I don't think so. You want to know how she found out? Mm. I mean, I think she really already knew. Mm -hmm. She just wasn't coming to terms with it. But Mm. she said her grandma came to her and told her she thought something might be going on between her mother and her husband because of odd behavior she noticed between the duo. She told her grandma she wasn't sure how she should confront the pair, if she should even confront them at all. What did the, Does it say what the grandma said the odd behavior was? No. Hmm. Um, she said one night in February of last year when her twin daughters were little babies she facetimed her husband to ask him when he would be done with work since it was already after 9 p.m at the time he was a doordash delivery driver and Catherine said she noticed noticed that he was in a different area than he said he was all of a sudden i heard a woman's voice he turned over to the passenger seat as if listening to that voice speaking she said she grew very suspicious and asked her husband if there was another woman with him, but he simply calls, called her crazy. Hmm. And it was obviously 
her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, are is the mother and ex-husband together? Um, she confronted them, left with her children immediately. The night that I left with my daughters, my mother moved into my house with my husband. They continued to play house until I served my husband with divorce papers that also stated that I would be filing for 100% custody of our children. She claimed her husband eventually grew tired of her mom and kicked her out, but that her dad accepted her cheating mom back with open arms. To this day, my parents my parents act like the affair never happened. In their words, the affair never would have happened if Catherine wasn't such a horrible daughter and horrible wife. Wow. That is awful. Yeah. The whole thing is yeah. awful. Yeah. But then for her family to blame the person that was cheated, the woman that was cheated on, mm-hmm. calling her horrible mm-hmm. um i had a friend in the past you know the story yes um who apparently his wife was cheating on him with his mother <laughs> yeah yeah that's that was really hard on him yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. All right, why don't we have uh, a listen to some song? All right. Uh we're going to start this segment out with a concept album based on Hungarian criminal cases oh, by Mutilation right, right Case. Right up your alley. I know. Um, with the song Sorvado, and this is off of their first full-length self-titled release out now. Then after that, Cognizance from the UK with the song The Towering Monument, and this is coming off of their upcoming release, Fantasian, which will be out on January 26th on Willowtip Records. Yeah. 
So we're both pretty big Iron Maiden fans. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our favorite concerts ever, I think, was seeing Iron Maiden in Buffalo a few years ago. Absolutely. Um, I mentioned to you that Bruce Dickinson was doing a solo tour yep. to promote his upcoming seventh solo album, The Mandrake Project. And he said, I don't really care to see. I'm not really a big fan of Bruce's solo material. Mm-hmm. And I said, I like some of his solo stuff. This isn't about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Bruce is to star in an ABBA tribute band horror movie uh, called Jorn of the Dead. Um, and in this movie, um, it's about an ABBA tribute band that finds itself trapped in a nightclub at the dawn of the apocalypse (laughs) apocalypse, alongside a slew of other tribute bands. Uh, Dickinson will play abattoir lead singer Jorn, who cranks out tunes from the Swedish pop legends alongside his bandmates. The band considers calling it quits as the gigs become increasingly dismal, but they change their tune when Benny learns... Benny is one of the other band members of a battle of the bands for tribute acts at the Nine Daimi, whatever that is. Okay. Uh, when the band arrives at the venue, a disturbance forces them to take cover backstage. Other tribute band members get injured in the process and transform into undead monsters with a thirst for blood. That sounds cheesy as shit. Yeah. But. I am intrigued. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I know Bruce has uh, many skills. I am curious to see how his acting is. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Are you in, are you uh, are you on board? Yes. Okay. You know it. Yeah. Also, in other news, the band that we're both meh about. KISS announces its pay-per-view final show event. How much? Uh, This will be December 2nd at Madison Square Garden. And it is a pay-per-view event. The concert will cost, in the U.S., I believe, it will be $39.99. And outside of North America... It will be fourteen ninety nine. Why? I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, if folks have a VPN, they could probably order it from elsewhere and get it for half price. Huh. Actually, less than half price. That is a band that truly figured it out with their marketing. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> they figured something out. I like the older Kiss stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big fan of the new stuff. Yeah. I always honestly, I know we've talked about this, I always liked Gene's vocals far more than Paul's. Completely I, agree. Like, 
he should have done all of them. Yes, I agree. Maybe Paul Paul could have done like uh, backing vocals. Yeah. Like Michael Anthony. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think we're going to be watching that. But we will be watching Jorn of the Dead. Yeah, we will be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's Happy Trails time. Yes. We're going to California. We're going to listen to Veruda with the song Dreams of Cataclysm off of their latest release, Forked Tongue of Fire, which is out now on Transylvanian Records. And then we're going to head to Finland and listen to Neil Before the Death with the song I Am the One, and this is their new single out now on Inverse Records. And then we're going to close the show with Serpent's Oath from Belgium with the song Purification Through Fire off of the album Revelation, which is due out November 30th on Odium Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And have you heard of the new band Cellophane? No. They mostly rap. Oh. <laughs>